Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast exploring the latest in film, TV, games, toys, and more. And now, somewhere in a secret bunker outside of Washington, D.C., here are your hosts, 30-year veteran of pop culture and entertainment news for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski, and pop culture, technology, and space aficionado, Todd Stowell. Hey, Joe, how's it going? It's like two in a row, isn't it? What do you mean? Did we get together last week? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No, two weeks Never ago. Never mind. Two weeks ago. Streak of one. You you were you were you were traveling. What the hell is that? Oh, gift guide starting. Oh no. What is that? What did it sound like? I have no idea. Well, let me try one more. I'm taking us off topic. Too bad. I'm ready! And you get a goo! And you get a goo! And you get a goo! Is it SpongeBob? Yes! What is it's, it like an actual is that a plush? It's a giggle goo gun. And you load up silly string in it. Okay. And you blast people with it. Oh man. But I can't believe how much um Let's get messy! How much you can't audio hide from me. they got in this. Of course. I'm impressed. It's gotta be worth the fifty bucks it's gonna it's gonna no, cost you no, to buy. No, this is dirt cheap. This is a second secondary market company gets yeah. hmm. I, I can't actually i can't say, i can't say what i was gonna say that would be mean never mind All it's right. a really good product so far it, it, it i like it good uh halloween tv is that, Ready? Is, that what you want to, is that what you want to talk about yes all right let's do it let's dive in right in so all first right. of all they finally released the original scooby-doo where are you series for their 50th anniversary on blu-ray 50 years. 50 years. And it comes in a um, kind of a compact mystery mansion, which is pretty neat, right? So all the discs are in this little mansion. How many seasons were there? So there was... There was a season... This one contains the first season, which has 25 episodes... And then the second and third season, which were back on CBS after being on ABC, um, which were part of the Scooby-Doo show and Scooby's All-Stars. So for a total of 41 episodes from 69 to 78. But there, I don't know how many seasons there were, but there's 41 episodes in this set. From 1969 to 1978, there's only 41 episodes. That's what it sounds like, unless I got it wrong. That can't be the full series then, can it? No, it's it's the original Scooby-Doo Where Are You series. I gotcha. I gotcha. And you get a 32-page Scooby-Doo encyclopedia in there, and you get a keychain with a small pocket-sized Scooby final figure from Funko. Funko, by the way, is like cornering the market on everything. Everything. I went into an, uh, I'm probably sounding old saying this, an FYE, FYE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had the entire back wall loaded with Funkos. If you the go into entire Barnes, back wall, if you go into Barnes and Noble and you go into the vinyl section, like where the records are, yeah, the entire back wall. 
damn entire back wall. I saw one of everything there. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. yep. They are really crushing it. And, and I think they release a new one every week. I believe it. All right. So that's pick number one. The next one you might've mentioned to me. I can't remember the haunting of Hill house. Yes. Oh my God. What a great show. So you watched it? Yes, that's there's an extended director's cut on Blu-ray. I you know, so so here's the thing I'm surprised by. That's a Netflix show that finally came out on Blu-ray. Right, and because it was from Paramount Pictures. Oh, interesting. I'm telling you what a great show. So Dude. much enjoyed it. It was so well done. The ending was just yes. so good. Yes, fans get extended episodes of Steven See a Ghost, Bent Neck Lady, Silence Lay Steadily, and optional commentary track from the director on those episodes and the episode Two Storms. Super, super great. Really enjoyed it. Creepy, scary, even some jump scares. Had a great time. I thought the whole thing was really well done. Um... I thought the acting was really strong. Uh, I liked the sort of the way that they move maneuvered around from past to present. Um, yes. Just in gen- and, and just, you know, it's the house. I mean, the house itself was creepy and, and it made it. It was nice to have the house as a character other yes. than like the things within it. Yes. Which was which was very cool. Very good show. So that was freaking awesome. This one is kind of riding the fence on superhero but it's got a lot of horror elements and supernatural and thrill elements and it's doom patrol doom patrol the complete first season and this is the show that streams on the dc entertainment streaming service but they released it on blu-ray probably because nobody watches the dc streaming <laughs> entertainment service yeah i get yeah but i'm telling you what a great show monsters insane nazi scientists and uh and and it and it is a welcomed return of Brendan Fraser. He is uh, he plays the former NASCAR driver Cliff Steele, who is turned into mush, and his brain is only remaining. And they stick it into a robot, and he is Robot Man, and he is a 1960s classic superhero. Hmm. It's a superhero team. You don't know anything about Doom Patrol, do you? No. It's a superhero team composed of misfits, and it came out before the X-Men, and the leader is in a wheelchair. So go figure that. Uh, did the X-Men steal that? Probably a little bit. Well, did the boys steal that? The who? The that, boys? The, that, sh- that TV oh, show. Oh, I'm the- sure. But this is even better. I, this is just misfits hanging out in a mansion and um, trying to stop a villain called Mr. Nobody. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. It's it's from the comic book sh- series from the 60s, and it also takes a, a, a lot of uh, subplots from Grant Morrison's take on the hero team from the late 80s. Anyway, good stuff. Uh, I'll keep talking. And in, uh, uh, next one is Stephen King's The Stand. I got to tell you, this is the 1994 ABC miniseries, and it's four long episodes, and it's got every star from the um, early – early 90s in it gary sinise molly ringwald rob lowe laura san giacomo remember her from just shoot me uh no i didn't didn't really pay attention to that show that much ray walston from fast times matt furrow from max headroom i mean bill matt Matt, Matt freer freer Freer, right max bill fagerbake from coach 
the guy who's who's um yeah the, the, SpongeBob's the, the, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, the only problem with this show is it's really long. And God, which, which, sometimes which I just gave up at some point. What 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 was these for each episode? It's like an hour and a half. Oh, it's too much. And it's 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 a six hour series. And I swear they could have cut two hours out of this and nobody would have cared. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's good to see it. It got a lot of uh, kudos from critics when it first came out. Um, final one is American Horror Story Apocalypse, which was one of my favorite of the series so far because it went back and, and uh, dove into a lot of the other series plots and pulled back some characters from it, which was really awesome. It was about witches and warlocks and the apocalypse and the antichrist. And that's all I'm saying. Which version are they on now? It's the, it's the one that takes place in the eighties, right? They take, yeah, it's the um, kind of the Friday the 13th one. Mm-hmm. So I've not watched it yet because I've been mm-hmm. too busy watching the um, Food Network Halloween Bake Off stuff. <laughs> you still on that? Oh, man. I'm telling you, they had like six shows this year. So I'm consumed I, by it. I went back for, um, you know, because we were talking a little bit about it. So um, MGM released a bunch of the original 1960s um, Adams Family uh, episodes full full episodes it's funny promote. you should say that because last night um i was i was just f- moving around youtube and and there was a clip called lurch does the watusi yes oh my god was that funny there's an entire episode called lurch learns how to dance yes and this is where it, i pulled the clip from and this is and, and it's one of the free ones that mgm came out with and oh, it is wonderful. John Aston was so good in that show, uh, and Carolyn Jones was so good in that show. Okay, do you know that John Aston's still alive? Yes, and he looks—he looks great, <laughs> unbelievable. He looks—he's in—he's like ninety-four, yeah. and he looks great. He's still so anyway, away. so I went and watched those. That one's good, and then there's another one where Lurch's mom comes to town, and so. He doesn't want her his mom to know that he's the butler, so he becomes the head yep. of the household, and it gets and it and it, and it gets to his head, which Funny. is great. So then I, after watching those, I said, you know what, I'm going to go back and rewatch the two movies that had um, Raul Julia, Christopher Lloyd, and Angelica Houston in them, and man, those are fun movies. They are. They're. They're. I, I mean, the second one obviously was not as good as the first one, but. Christopher Lloyd, man, played one hell of a fester, and Raul Julia, what a Gomez, and yep. Angela Hughes. I mean, those three characters, just phenomenal. Yes, agreed. Um, and, it was, and, and, and well and, done. A lot of and, wacky stuff going on in that, those things. Well, yeah, and and that's what I think was like sort of the really big introduction to Christina Ricci. Yes. I'm not mistaken. Yep. yep. So those were really fun to watch. But yeah, if you get a chance, there's about – between six and eight episodes of the original 60s show and it's it's pretty good i somewhere have that entire set and i gotta go back and watch it well i'm surprised that with um you know with the the cartoon a movie that just came out that that wasn't re-released in some capacity on you know 4k or something but um i don't know it was uh it was it was good to watch those things again. It had been a while, so it was good to watch. I liked it. 
I yeah. also re I also rewatched a movie that I watched a really long time ago, and I got horrible reviews. And maybe because I'm getting older, like I'm a little like not as sensitive to movies. It was actually pretty good when I watched it the second time around, and that is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, End of Days. Did you ever watch that? I never watched that. So the it got an eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and and I don't know why, Ooh. but but wait a minute, um, now I'm remembering this. Gabriel Byrne, uh, yes. Arnold, like big name people in this movie, big 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 budget, big name people. Wasn't it about and, the devil or something? Something right? Evil? So it's it's um. The, the devil is coming to uh, impregnate a woman so that uh, the um, apocalypse happens and, and the year 2000 never happens. And Arnold is a cop or a yes, washed up cop. I got it. I remember this. And it wasn't as bad as I remembered it. And it probably wasn't deserving of an 11%. And I watched it and it was fine. It's it's popcorn movie, but. Um, I know what else I was going to bring up. Speaking of Arnold. What happened to the Terminator movie? Dude, I, I've talked to some I'm people. I'm totally confused by this. I, dude, I don't understand it. How how can you have the original and team nobody cares. behind it and it just flops? And I don't understand it. I thought it actually had pretty good um, – it had a pretty decent rating. Yes. Everything it, was right for this movie to go. Yeah, 71%. On Rotten tanked. Tomatoes, and it tanked. And it said 84% of the audience liked it. So yeah, what, what? what's the problem? I mean, it's a Tim Miller movie. Yes, love and, it. And uh, um, James Cameron. Yep. Wasn't he a producer? Yep. He was so, all over it. So what happened? I, I, I know people who went to see it, and they said they thought it was a bomb. They, they, they thought it was so terrible. You're kidding. That's what they said. But I'm like, how is that possible, man? Mm. It can't be. It just can't be. I just think it's like, what is this? The sixth movie, seventh movie? And this and this yeah. one does away with everything after the second movie. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's weird. I, I really don't get it. I'm I, I bummed because I, mean, I really wanted that to keep going. It's the same thing with Zombieland. Right, oh, like Zombieland kind of bombed too, didn't it? It did, but it's 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 essentially neck and neck with Terminator in terms of like what the like what the audience thought of it. Right, but it's just there's no interest. I I think like for example, I think Doctor Sleep, even though it's like it's gonna at bomb. a seven, it's at a seventy five percent, it's gonna bomb completely. People will yep. ignore that so fast. I think Jojo Rabbit's gonna gonna win it for the week. No way. You don't, don't think so? It. No, because um, that that it has gotten a bit of a, bla- a backlash because it's too wacky. But we'll see. I thought that was the whole point of it. It is the whole point of it, but it's still enough to make. I think the the critical cue was that it's funny the first couple of times, and then you start realizing it's the Third Reich and Hitler. And then mm. it's not so funny anymore. But we'll see. So you, what, do you, what do you think? Last Christmas is going to win? <laughs> Probably. I haven't even looked at box office mojo. So well, last Christmas is uh, is um, 
uh, Amelia Clark and oh, Emma Thompson. God. And it's they a, can't it's, do that. They can't. That's not good. It's 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 a Christmas love story. And why did Box Office Mojo completely destroy their website? Uh, because Amazon owns it and finally decided to redesign it. Ugly. Yeah. I don't want ugly and, and, and impossible to find stuff. And this is the this is the one movie that that I mean I'm legit gonna say pisses me off. So think I'm gonna read you the cast and then I want you to tell me what you think. Because I am just beyond shocked, okay? Yep. Luke Evans, Aaron Eckhart, Nick Jonas, uh Woody Harrelson, Dennis Quaid, Mandy Moore, Ed uh Skirin. Right. Yeah. Patrick Wilson. Okay. Midway. Oh, oh, come on, dude. I know I've been seeing the commercials of that. Who even decided this was a good idea? Thirty-nine. But think about the casting that's in that. That's insane. Yeah, but this is like an Irwin Allen movie. Thirty-nine percent tomato meter, eighty-eight yeah. percent audience score. Wow. So what's up there? Uh. I'm looking forward to Ford versus Ferrari. That yep. looks really good. Irishman comes out next week on Netflix. Got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. And yeah, yep. Motherless Brooklyn, which looks really good, but it, it kind of came out of nowhere. And then you saw a trailer that you just watched that you were the pretty- Invisible Man. So who's up. making who's making that? It's uh, Jason Blum produced. It's that Blumhouse company that does all these great horror films now. Hmm. Blumhouse did uh, Get Out, Insidious, Halloween, the new Halloween redo. Um, So anyway, it's got Elizabeth Moss in it. And there's a dude that's completely wacko who goes invisible. She seems to be the only big name. I guess for Sam Smith. I'm just looking at the names of, of who's in it, but it's pretty, pretty small. Looks like yep. a pretty small budget. It'll make a fortune because it looked really scary. Yeah, budget one point two million. It's gonna make a fortune. Of course, not until twenty eighth February twenty eighth, twenty twenty. This is originally part of the Universal's now defunct Dark Universe. Ah, that's even better because the first movie they released in that. The Mummy was horrendous. Mm-hmm. And then the Johnny Depp, uh, um, wasn't that supposed to be Doctor Jekyll and Mister Mr. Hyde? Hyde? Maybe. No, it was. Oh, it was. The Russell Crowe was going to be the Jekyll, and Javier Bardem was going to be Frankenstein. But ever, but when the Mummy collapsed, so did right. the, the Dark up. Universe. So apparently, this is part of it. Another thing to bring up is the underwhelming ticket sales for Star Wars. I think people have finally hit a wall with it. It's over. Do we'll you? See. Does it really even look good to you? No, no. I um, was underwhelmed by the latest trailer. We probably talked about it already, and there's just not a lot going on. I'm more excited. I'm more excited by the Ewan McGregor coming back to be Obi Wan in Disney Plus. So yes. that'll be worth watching. And I'm even which, excited about the the Mandalorian, which honestly was not. Uh, it just it wasn't even. It was a bad secret kept. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. He comes out. and He's like, ah, I've been holding on to the secret forever, and it's like, no, you haven't. Everybody um, already knew it. So 
Obviously, there must be something wrong in the world because I have been reading and hearing about this movie called Uncut Gems, um, which is gaining a substantial amount of Oscar buzz. And do you know who stars in that movie in the in the title role? Don't look uh, it up. Don't look oh. it up. You'll never guess. But just go ahead. Too late. All right, Adam Sandler. Yep. And Oscar buzz. Apparently, people are blown away by this movie. And it's by um, these guys, the Safidi brothers, okay. who, who also did this movie, uh, Good Time, uh, which I think I watched like a bit of. And I, it was sort of in passing, but did a really, really, it was a really high rated was with okay. Robert Pattinson. I don't know enough about these guys, but Adam Sandler, this is his big, big dramatic break. No, he's done a couple dramatic movies. <laughs> Didn't he do uh, Punch Punch Drunk Love? Yeah. Something like that. All right. Well, I got some stuff that we can talk about. You want to take a break and then we'll come back and dive sure. in? Sure. We're, we're 20 minutes in, so. Yep. All right. We'll be right back. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com, that's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com, and support the next evolution in news. Okay, we're back. How about wow, that? that was quick. I'm telling you. He's, Could he's even breaks, pee. He's, Not yeah, even a chance to pee. These, these breaks just get shorter and shorter. So... First of all, I just got to take a moment to say this new Apple TV Plus platform is not living up to the hype. Not much plus. <sighs> okay. First I of have, all, there's nothing on there that I've seen commercial-wise that makes me want to even join it. Forget it. No. Ain't happening. So I have found the experience to be super clunky. Uh, you'd get a couple episodes of, of each series for free. So just to try it out. Um, I tried this kid's cartoon, Snoopy in Space. You know, it's Peanuts. What right? a weird thing to try. Well, no, it's just because like, oh, well, the reason that I tried it was because the other TV shows that were available, um, you couldn't get past the prom- or the, um, the, the studio promo at the beginning. It would say Apple TV Plus and then it wouldn't play, which is great. Oops. Did so you I don't have know- to pay extra for this? No, you, you can get free pre like a free episode or two to get yourself hooked before you have to buy it. Right. Okay. So it wouldn't load on any device that I tried. My internet speed is almost gig speed here, so it's not me. And I tried it on everything and it just didn't work. So finally I got uh, Snoopy in Space first two episodes to watch. It is a total of about eight and a half minutes per episode, which is to me really odd right? for a season. There's a total of um, 12 episodes and Snoopy is trying to break into NASA and become an astronaut because he was rejected. And it's not in the vein of the blue sky uh, Peanuts movie, which was, you know, sort of more 3D and really polished. This is now back down to the flat 2D uh, illustrated um, 
you know, television shows like you would see before wasn't great. Uh, It was very, 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 very geared toward kids with short attention spans with an eight minute run per episode. Okay. Which I thought was a little odd. I wouldn't pay five bucks a month for that. Um, So C, did you watch that? As I said, I couldn't get anything to load. Got it. I mean, this was the problem. I, I was really kind of surprised by, you know, the, the just like their big thing is the morning show. That's the, the big thing with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and tried to watch that. Couldn't, couldn't get that to load. Just, it just sat and spun and wouldn't do anything. Uh, C tried that, uh, wanted to watch for all mankind, which was uh, an alternate reality where the Russians land on the moon first. Couldn't get that to load. So kind of disappointing to say the least. Um, but that was supposed to be pretty cool too. But if we want to talk about a streaming service, that's done it right. I've got two different programs that I watched on Netflix. Uh, the first one is Dolomite is my name with Eddie Murphy. Uh, do you remember Dolomite? No, but I did see it listed in Amazon Prime, and I'm probably going to watch it before I watch the Eddie Murphy one. So here's the na- here's some of the cast in this. Eddie Murphy, Keegan-Michael Key, Mike Epps, Craig Robinson, Titus Burgess, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Good for him. Which is great because he plays the director and an actor. Bob Odenkirk. Chris Rock. Uh, I mean, pretty decent, pretty decent cast. Uh, additionally, let's see if there's anybody else here that, that with Snoop Dogg is in it because you know, why not? Um, it is basically the story of comedian, uh, Rudy Ray Moore, who's struggling. Uh, he's working at a record store. Uh, he's an MC at a like local music club. And he finally gets this idea to take these stories that homeless men kind of come in and, and, you know, older folk talk about. And he they're really crass stories. And he creates a persona called Dolomite. And he his you know, he starts out by essentially bootlegging records, gets signed to a record deal, decides he wants to make a movie, makes the movie. It becomes this big phenomenon. And the rest is history. Eddie Murphy is back, folks. Without a doubt, this role, he played it so well. Um, Back to his old R-rated self, just solid all the way around. The casting was solid. Uh, It's a period piece for sure. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, meant to take place in, in, you know, like around 75. Um, Right. Wasn't this movie about like women, Kung Fu women? Well, yeah, he, you know, he, he He made the movie. He, he, I don't even really know how to describe the movie except to say that he, it was sort of like Shaft, but so he, yeah. he got he got all the women, but he also knew Kung Fu, and he was like a crime fighter. I mean, it's all over the place. It, you know, it's 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 great. It's hilarious, and this and right. this sort of goes to you know does the whole coverage of how they filmed it and how ridiculous it is, and and how he didn't you know he he wanted to entertain people, and it, it was. Right. So strong, so well done. Highly recommend it. Um, they did put it in theaters so that it can be nominated for awards for a Good. short period. And uh, 
he dedicated it to his brother, Charlie Murphy, which I thought was nice. So highly recommend that should watch that. And then the second thing that I watched was a uh, season. Uh, um, so there is a TV show called living with yourself, which stars Paul Rudd, where um, he goes to a massage parlor because he's really stressed out and, and thinking that there's nothing left to life and ends up getting cloned. And it's about having to deal with your clone. And uh, it's pretty well done. I can imagine it must have been very difficult to film something and then have to remember what you did and then switch sides and film the other side of it. Um, Yeah, please. Pretty difficult, huh? I got to imagine. In the the grand scheme of things. Well, there's no... Would you rather be be digging a ditch in like 30 degree weather or having to figure out how to talk to your other self? I'm I'm saying as an actor, it must be (laughs) somewhat difficult. Oh, please. Considering that there's no CGI. Nonsense. Well, at any rate, I enjoyed it. I I did not think it would, you know, it's not like a, you know, an A plus series, but I thought it was pretty entertaining. I thought it was an an innovative idea. Um, One is sort of the perfect version and the other one is a bit miserable. And to see the two interact with each other, I thought was pretty, you know, was pretty solid. So I think for um, a Dolomite is my name. I'm giving that a straight A. Yeah. No A plus, no A minus, just a flat A. I think for, Living with yourself, I'll give it like a B plus. I think that was it was all right. Cool. So that's all I got. Anything that's else, funny. Anything else for you that you want to talk about? Anything you're excited no, about? I, I think I kind of got. Uh, I think I hit everything I needed to right now. All I got right. back in. We talked about Dark Fate. We did the. Uh, that was bothering me a lot. No, that's pretty. That's pretty it. All right. Well, then you know what? That's solid. I think we're good. It's a solid, that is a solid, almost 30 minutes entertainment. What do you want that? for free? How about that, folks? For God's sakes. All right. Well, we'll catch you all next time. Thank you. All right. Thank you. See ya. See ya.